So very quickly, I want to talk about Jordan Peterson because I absolutely love his work. He's this professor. Maybe he's about 50 or 60 years old. I know that he, he's, been, he's been putting up lectures on YouTube since he was like in his 20s. And even the early lectures of him in his 20s are completely amazing. His class is deeply engaged. Um, <clears throat> and you just see this articulation of these really deep ideas and these intellectual things things that are these intellectual structures that are challenged by the class and you know it makes sense because i would think that that's what a university is supposed to look like you know it's not supposed to be a place where you feel comfortable with your ideas it's a place where you rival your ideas where you come up with the best thing that you can and then other people pick it and they poke holes intellectually with their minds and experiences and so on and i really like that and so I, I've been watching a shitload of his lectures. He has like over 5,000, probably a lot more now um, since he's hit like this public spotlight. He said he has over 5,000 hours on YouTube um, of his lectures and partial lectures and all these little rants that he goes off on and tangents, really deep articulated tangents um, where he talks about, excuse me, sorry, <clears throat> deep articulated uh, tangents where he talks about be I, I suppose you can call it behavioral truths because what one way that you can think about it is there are two main types of truth there are material truths and those truths we call those facts and then there are behavioral truths which are more or less the truths that that support those they're the value structure they're the value system that we carry on through time and I really like that idea I really like the idea of religion, religions being time capsules of value. They hold morals in them. These stories represent, uh, articulate archetypes before we were able to articulate them. Because before now, like here I am, I can open up a podcast. That in itself shows an extension of our ability to articulate things. We create tools in order to be able to use them. The fact that podcastings in themselves exist shows that our ability to articulate things is on is an unparalleled territory now we're really able to explain some really deep things that we weren't able to before so before our ability to articulate things the way we did now before our language evolved to this point in purpose we had a, we had to, to to trot along a few stepping stones and that's what i really like about these behavioral truths because before we could articulate things like this, we had to articulate them through stories. Why? Because as human beings, we are the most innate storytellers that I can fathom. At the base and core of our language are stories. We all tell stories about our lives, about who we think we are, and they all have a tendency to resemble the same patterns. I mean, l listen to this. The fact that I can say the word underdog and you know what that means. You know that that means that that's someone who strives from the from the depths of strives from from starting from the bottom so to speak you, the, the underdog is someone who overcomes their inappropriate circumstances to do what they want or choose to do for the better one word underdog represents that entire faction of a story and we, these, these words that tell stories are littered throughout our language. And I think that's so deeply fascinating. And that resembles this behavioral truth, so to speak. And we have these archetypes inside of these behavioral truths of who we deem or who we've been able to manifest in our, in our ideas and manifest in our 
perspectives of the ideal people, and these are archetypes. There's the archetype of, I mean, the underdog is one. There's the archetype of the jester, which is a really popular one, which is someone who's both above criticism and within it. You have the archetype of the perfect person, which is the Christ figure, which is Horus, which is, um, what's another one? Muhammad. You have, I mean, wow, I fucking love these stories. I love these so much. Um, But Jordan Peterson goes in depth about so many of these stories and how they mirror our behavioral circumstances and the way that we tell these stories. There are patterns inside of our own lives that we act out. And these patterns can be described inside of text. And they're typically described in stories, like the story of Cain and Abel. And that resembles the, the innate feelings that most of us can, can take on the world. It, 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 res, it resembles the archetypes that we can adopt in order to act our will out. And I love that. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to finish this tangent now. I just very briefly want to let you guys... Um, I just want to point out Jordan Peterson's stuff and, and how so many of these things hold a value that is hard to explain, but he does a beautiful job in doing so. And so I've been completely baffled by his work and how he's been able to structure these stories with, uh, with his understanding of evolutionary biology and, and psychology, especially psychology, because he's... Uh, that's sort of his main niche, although he's a he's a Harvard professor and so on. Um, but yep, yep, yep. Thank you guys for listening. And uh, if you get a chance, shoot by one of Jordan Peterson's videos on YouTube. And uh, you will not be disappointed. He also has some beautiful programs like the self-authoring program, uh, understanding self program, and a few other ones that, he's, that he and some colleagues have developed over time um, to help you structure your own psyche. And the, the, the studies that have reflected show an incredible benefit, um, especially in regards to dropout rates in colleges and universities. So, um, yep, yep, yep. Have a good day, guys. Ciao.